<laughs> my host with the most. Hey, hey Terry. Greg. Also, uh, 20, 103 subscribers. Thank you. Thank it's a milestone. You to all the 103 subscribers who have taken time out of their busy schedules to listen to these two talking heads. Thank you. Appreciate you. Yeah. Thanks, everyone. Uh, be sure to like and subscribe and check out the sponsor of the show, our course. Yeah, this link's below. Crypto. Yeah. And uh, wow, we got a lot of news today. Yeah. It was a bumpy road the last couple of days. How's your portfolio holding out? Uh, it's it's recovered. Um, I've been splitting it up between various places like my hardware wallet and Binance and doing a lot of transfers. So it's yeah, it's been a little bit of a challenge to keep tra track of everything. Yeah, because um, you you like have really diversified, Greg. You've got your so many irons in the fire. You've got Palantir stock. You, you're into energy sector and. I don't know what else you got going on, but it seemed like you're <laughs> investing in everything. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, heavy on crypto. I bought while on the dips, uh, especially on Bitcoin and okay. Ethereum and Cardano. Just just hopping up, and I'm glad that I can feel I can feel when the movement's happening in the market now. <laughs> yeah, how about you? Yes, I made a lot of purchases. I added into about another ten thousand into the market on the dip. That timing was wow. pretty good wow this is after your your live buy on the dip yeah yeah well i guess that would have been the first three thousand and i had maybe seven or eight more after that yeah because it we kind of had like a dead cat bouncing right like it, it crashed hard came up a little bit and then crashed down again and went down even further yeah so on the, we weekend, the dead cat bounce well i think bitcoin went as low as 29 29 i know isn't that insane yeah <laughs> but where are we at now where are we at take a look at the prices because people want to know about what's happening bitcoin 39.2 i don't know if anybody cares about my personal portfolio but i think i've mentioned before april 17th so just a little over a month ago yeah was my highest six hundred and fourteen thousand, and then two days ago two hundred and forty nine thousand. wow oh, that was at the lowest that was at the yeah the lowest since from my highest. Let's do that math. Six fourteen minus two four nine. That's three hundred and sixty five thousand dollars vaporized. How did that? How did you get through it? Any tips for bumpy How did ride? I get through it? The famous words of any chart analyst: When in doubt, zoom out. <laughs> and my favorite YouTubers giving me comfort, Lark Davis, Altcoin yeah. Daily, The Modern Investor. <laughs> Love yeah. those guys. They talked me off the bridge. I mean, off, off, off the cliff. <laughs> but you know, Greg, I, this isn't my first pony show. Um, my, my, what do they say? My first rodeo? <laughs> I guess that's like a pony show. This ain't my yeah. first rodeo. Yeah. You know, I was, I was heavily invested in the, in the big dip of March in the stock market. And not in crypto, but when the coronavirus pandemic hit and all the business lockdowns started. Yeah. Like a massive, massive correction. But you had to know it was going to recover. I mean, who knew it would happen so fast, right? But mm -hmm. within, within, you know, what is it? Another six to eight months, it was at an all-time high again. Okay. So I just figured, yeah, same thing's going to happen to crypto. They've been talking about the death of crypto since 2000 and 
nine, I guess, since it came out. There's even a website devoted to it. It's like how many times the, the media has predicted Bitcoin would die or go to zero. There's a whole website devoted to it. There's been yeah. about 300 times in recorded media history that they've said Bitcoin is dead. It's going to zero. FUD from China, FUD from Russia, FUD from the SEC, regulatory this, tax that, IRS. No one's going to use it. Too expensive, too slow, too energy hog. Name, insert your headline here. Yeah. And they've said it was going to die like 300 plus times. And it just keeps on chugging. So I just have the belief it's going to continue to keep on chugging. And buy the dip. Yeah. This, I think that would be a, a great thing to talk about. Talk about buying the dip because there, there still is. It still is a good deal, sale still prices, not, yeah. but not as not as good as maybe a day or two. I was so. looking at the, the at my favorites, and I'm actually up to 18 coins now. There's way too many, but I could I can only fit 15 favorites on on, on the home screen. But everything yeah. was green today. Like the the lowest gain was 12, percent and the highest gain was like a hundred percent with Matic at one time, 104 or 105 percent for Polygon Matic. Yeah, you got but mostly matic. everything was like twenties percents, thirty percents, forty percents. Yeah, this is just going back a few hours. Yeah, like I, I recovered. I went from two forty nine, like the day before yesterday, or yesterday. I'm about three hundred. I went as high as three seventy seven. So about a hundred thousand of that three fifty was recovered in twenty four hours. Nice. That would take me two years' salary to earn that. You know, at, at an average British Columbia salary, 50000 a year. I know, speechless, right? <laughs> There's big money to be made in crypto is all we're saying. But, you know, I got to tell you, my phone, Greg, was was on fire. My my phone is ringing off the hook. Yeah. All the people that I had onboarded, they're like freaking out. Should I sell? Is it going to zero? Help me, Terry. What, what do you, what's your advice? Like, yeah. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. <laughs> when in doubt, zoom out. You look at the chart. Like if you pull up the Bitcoin chart and you just see there's been so many corrections and bull runs of anywhere from like 28% to 50%. Like you just got to go back further out, right? And go back to the all time. Is that all time for Bitcoin or all time for crypto? All time for Bitcoin was since 2000 was last, last month. <laughs> Wasn't that long ago? Is that you're only looking at you're only looking at CoinDesk? Oh no! Can you do like the full like twelve year chart or twelve year chart? Yeah, max. Yeah. All right. So you you look at that like it just depends on on where you bought. But if you could zoom in, you can see like they they go to a high, then they retrace quite a bit, then they go up again, then they retrace retrace quite a bit. They, like generally, every chart I looked at over the week, through the weekend, the six month chart, even despite the fifty plus fifty three percent retracement was I think the maximum that it fell. Still, every single coin was up from six months ago. Sometimes the three months they were down, definitely the one month they were down. But from the six month chart, you know, if you had bought your coin six months ago, you were still in profit. Yeah. So for people that are going to be buying the dip and I know you, you I, I think I know what you're going to say for a thousand, thousand bucks. How would you allocate it right now? Right now? The best yeah, value for, for on someone the market, that's starting from the beginning. <clears throat> well, okay. If I had a thousand bucks, I would 
choose five coins and maybe six. I would definitely put 200 in Cardano ADA, 200 in XRP, as you know, 200 in VeChain. There's 600 bucks right there. Yeah. I'd put 100 in Ethereum. There's 700. I'd put 100 in a, in a meme coin, whether it's Shiba or Doge or Kisha Inu, just something you don't mind losing. Yeah. And uh, put something in kind of a mid cap, a moonshot. I'd go a little bit more risky because I, I, I'm starting to believe the the belief that the community really is, is better than fundamentals in the short term. So you can get some good gains. Maybe something yeah. in the NFT space. Engine. So what are we at? 800? Yeah. Like Holochain did a 50x and now it's kind of it's kind of retraced now to like a 10x for me now. So it's it's back to now a tenth of a penny. Mm -hmm. And so that might be a good one. I, I just picked up Injective Protocol. Yeah, yeah, you mentioned that. I never had heard of that before. Yeah, that's just something that's been kind of floating around the campfire. The YouTubers, you know, they're like, uh, you know, they put out those episodes, Gems to Watch, mm -hmm. or Best Chance for a 10x or a 100x, you know, up-and-comers. It's 150 on the on the market cap down the list. I might have moved a bit. Um, but they're in the DeFi space, and as you know, anything DeFi is uh, is the buzz right now. Injective protocol INJ is the ticker. And right now in the market cap, it's 145. Okay. And the good thing I like about this is it's 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 in the millions for market cap. So it's in the 271 million. So okay. to get a 10x would bring it at 2.7 billion, which wouldn't be difficult to do. To get a hundred X would be 27 billion. Yeah. So, so I think. I think that could have some potential. I didn't research it a lot, you know. I have I, this is one of those things they say do your own research. Yeah. But I kind of do D O P O R. Do other people's own research. <laughs> I'm not saying this is a good strategy and you should do this, but when you follow some of these guys, I've kind of built up a one-way relationship with them. I mean, I don't know them personally, but just all the videos I watch, you get a sense for the type of a person's character. You know, the cut of their jib, so to speak. And Lark Davis, I have a lot of respect for. He's a New Zealand YouTuber. Uh, he might be up to 300,000, 200,000, 300,000 subs right now. But he does a video each and every day. And uh, he has a Wealth Mastery newsletter yeah. um, that he promotes as well, too, for 10 bucks a week. And he has a team, Rect Capital and a few other people. Uh, and they study token, token sales, token offerings. They study yield farming. And they usually look for these un... un like unrealized gems or un, uncut gems. And uh, yeah, it's come up a few times, injective protocol. And then also altcoin daily, the twins, Aaron and Austin, um, they got about 800,000 subs right now. So follow them. Does that sound you know, like well, Lark? <laughs> Not sure you could hear that. Yeah. He's got dark hair. He's got a round face. It was his, his channel. He always has intro. a funny shirt. He always has a funny shirt on. Yeah, that's it. There's Lark. I love it. Lark yeah. Davis. Okay, yeah. subscribe. He used to be called the Crypto Lark, but then he changed his YouTube channel. But yeah, he's mentioned the Injective Protocol. That's been on his watch list for a while. He got me onto Matic, Greg. So this is why I'm, I, I have more faith in him. He got me onto Polygon Matic. I bought in at $0.48. Cents. It yeah. went as high as $3 a few weeks ago. So yeah. I 6x my money. And nice. then it, it kind of retraced a little bit to like a dollar, a dollar twenty, And now it's back up to over $2. So I'm still a 4x on it right now.
Well, uh, he did. He tweeted again today. But uh, I just want to let people know about this uh, polygonmatic. There's there's a video on uh, the YouTube channel on on how more about it and and how you can buy it. It's also available on Coinbase. Also got this. It's a uh, energy efficient coin. Yes, that's the new buzz Proof thing, right? Fake. What's that? Because Kevin O'Leary was on Anthony Pompliano, and he's still saying that narrative. We need a green coin narrative, green cryptocurrency narrative. We need coins with providence, you know, North, North American or European providence, you yeah. know, that aren't run off the backs of coal mines in China or slave labor or, or you know, human rights issues in the Uyghur community. Yeah, the, I mean that narrative is is continuing. A lot of um, news outlets are are talking about it. I, I got tired of hearing about it, but. This yeah. is something new I saw today from Al Jazeera. China's basically ending their mining operations and it looks like they're going to move it to North America. So that that is cool. That's that's going to swing swing the balance of power. Right? From east to west. That's that's a big deal, Greg. That's a really big deal. Right? Cuz they want to yeah. come here where they can get cleaner energy. So, you know, they'll have to set up some solar farms or wind farms or hydroelectric plants. Those are probably yeah. the best renewable and cheapest. Well, I guess hydroelectric would be the cheapest. Yeah, just using it. yeah these mining operations are selling their, their gear to overseas. <laughs> like, yeah. So. I know you're but you're invested back into 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 Bitcoin, but I gotta tell you, Bitcoin's one of the ones I have I've stopped purchasing many, many months ago. I know a lot of people, there's a lot of maximalists. There's so many people still believe in it. And I probably, it probably still will go to a hundred thousand. It could even go to a million in the next five years because of the having and the limited supply of 21 million. But it's just too, I, I just think the, the risk risk reward ratio is not, is not where it is now where I need it to be. Yeah. Like I feel it has the most downside risk because of the narratives, because of, you know, any FUD story can plunge, plunge it. And yeah. if the world is moving to a green, green economy, the green new deal, it, it's just, it's just, it's too far gone. I think at this point, it's going to be hard to reverse that course. So for me, it's not a buy. I still have Bitcoin and I'm holding it, but I, I think if the narrative is shifting, you got to quickly pivot and you got to be on the right side of history for this one. So Ethereum's and they're moving in the right direction. I'd rather do Ethereum than Bitcoin because at mm -hmm. least they're moving to proof of stake. Yeah. And I'd even go pivot more and, and, you know, of course, put all my, my eggs in the Cardano ADA basket. ADA. Yeah, man. I believe in Charles. Yeah. Yeah. For me personally, I didn't get enough Bitcoin from the beginning of this, this year. So okay. that was my opportunity just to uh, balance out my portfolio and yeah, Bitcoin and Ethereum. I already had a lot of Cardano and the old coins. So yeah. Um, are I you? Just, are I just you, wish I put in, bought in the low thirties. <laughs> yeah, so uh, my average price my, is like eighteen thousand, right? So that's another reason why I'm not buying, you know, because uh, I bought it when it was low. But like, yeah. even at eighteen thousand, Greg, my my return right now is only a hundred and sixty one percent. Right. That's it. Still just good. seems like, you know, it doesn't seem like a lot of profit. It's like. Meanwhile, like Ethereum for me is 750%, Cardano's 550%, XRP's 310%. I just feel my money could be allocated better with those with the alts than with Bitcoin.
Yeah. But are you tr- my, my goal is to have at least one Bitcoin, though. I would love to own one Bitcoin and, you know, be a, a one a one Bitcoiner. Are you yeah. close to that yourself? Uh, I don't think so. No, I'm a beginner. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> uh, Ray Dalio. Yeah. Um, I was actually talking with our friend Thomas and Raj, and mm-hmm. they both sent me this this article today. Ray Dalio, <laughs> huge. I think he's the lar- one of the largest head fund bosses. Yeah, he's been one of the most successful, like decades and decades of consistent growth. And he's he's known for his catch his catchphrase: "Cash is trash." Yeah. So he, he revealed he had some Bitcoin today. Of they all do. They all do, right? <laughs> um, yeah. So I mean, Bitcoin is just a lot, a lot of stories about it. Uh, so Elon tweeted about the mining. Um, I think there was a consensus conference today. Um, okay. And I think Michael Saylor coordinated a, a meeting with the Bitcoin miners and and Elon. Right. Uh, so it was a bit of a back and forth on Twitter. Are they still buddy buddy, or is, are they still a little bit teasing each other? Because I know Elon had put a post on his Twitter. He put a tweet calling Michael Saylor a giga chad. In a giga chad, you think it sounds like an insult, but it's like kind of an underhanded compliment. Because like when you're a chad, you're like an alpha male. You know, you're like a uh, certain, okay. you know, like a, a preppy kind of guy, but a powerful guy. And a giga chad is like the the leader of all the chads. <laughs> <laughs> But he took down the tweet. He did the tweet, and then he took it down. I guess he didn't want it misconstrued. Yeah, um, yeah. So I just, I just saw this. I didn't hear a lot about it today. We'll probably hear about this tomorrow. The news seems to be like a day or two behind. Like they're uh, a little bit slow to catch on. But yeah, he's talking with the miners. Talking with the Dogecoin developers, he's, he's in, in damage control mode because he he he. I think he realized he screwed up with his tweets about not taking Bitcoin for payments anymore. Like he really dumped the market. I mean, he cost me three hundred and fifty thousand dollars worth of value. I don't blame him for that though because I'm still holding. I know it's going to come back, but for the poor people who sold at a loss thinking it was going to a zero, like that's he he cost a lot of families a lot of misfortune. So he owes it. He owes it to the people to give back. He's got to pump this market something fierce for the next few months to make up for it. Yeah. Well, he has the potential to do it. It's within his his power, I think. Yeah. Is this the Kevin O'Leary ta- when he was on uh, he was on Anthony Pompliano today? Um, I'm not sure about that. Oh, he was on the he, Consensus Show actually. Yeah, he's working with a team in Vancouver now who's uh, they're doing really big projects in yield farming. He made an interesting point. He used to be in gold, Greg, and gold is actually if you're getting a, a, a flat rate return, it's actually cost you money to own gold because there's storage fees on it. Right. Like if you mm-hmm. have physical gold, you don't have to hold it yourself, but maybe a corporation's holding it in custody for you. You got to pay storage fees on that. Like that's why Bitcoin's a better gold than gold is because there's no storage fees. There's no weight to it. You know, you don't need to ship it on a on pallets with forklifts to move gold bars around. Like Bitcoin is just digital, it just goes at the speed of light. You know? So it's a better gold than gold. It's easier, easier, more divisible. Yeah. So it's it was interesting who came out during the weekend. Um Robert uh Kiyosaki. Kiyosaki, Rich Dad, Poor Dad. He's YouTubing a lot and he's talking about Bitcoin, but he he came out 
to show his support for it. Um, yeah, Kathy Wood. So, right on. Um, yeah, I think they should. I hope they can switch Bitcoin to a clean energy source. You know, if everything yeah. on Bitcoin is renewable, it doesn't matter how much energy you, it uses. If if the energy is renewable, who cares, right? It's sunlight and wind power and water. That's going to continue to flow for you know thousands and thousands, of hundreds of millions of years, probably more or less, right? Yeah. So it could take all the energy of the world. It doesn't matter as long as the energy is renewable. It's free and it's not you know polluting the environment or you know depleting our fossil fuel reserves. Yeah. So I hope they can switch. That would be a, a very big plus. Then I would definitely be back on the Bitcoin train. Uh, you know, I've been playing with staking on uh, Binance. So yeah. I actually <laughs> went through a, a journey today. I I transferred some Ethereum from Coinbase to the Coinbase wallet to see uh, what oh, the interest okay. was. Okay. And yeah, it was just terrible yields. I don't even think it was 1%. Uh, it just seemed a little bit, you know, there was risky. So I okay. transferred it back at, uh, up to Binance. So they have this Ethereum 2.0 um, staking pool. Um, basically, you have to be willing to, to stake it for up to 24 months. But okay, wow. Yeah, there, there's a chance of up to 20%. Um, up to 20%. How do they judge this? That's, uh, these are these are like credit card yields, <laughs> but in reverse, instead of paying, you're earning. Yeah, and there's no minimum. I just put 30 bucks US worth of Ethereum. Um, okay. At least, so like kind of. Just make me more it. vested with Ethereum 2.0 and when, when it actually happens. Um, yeah, and then the Mimatic. For, for the courses, we can put a difference between proof of work and proof of stake. You know, what's the difference? What's the pros and cons? That might be an interesting thing to do. Yeah. But the and, great thing uh, about moving to proof of stake is that it becomes deflationary, right? Now, like right now, the, the onus on mining is when you get when you mine the coins, you need to sell them right away. You need to flood the market with them to pay your electricity costs. So there's always a selling pressure on proof of work consensus models. But with proof of stake, you want to keep staking it. You want to take them off the market. You want to take them out of circulating supply, lock them in a term deposit so you get interest, so you get paid more. They work in opposing, you know, opposing trajectories. One mm. is selling pressure. One is holding pressure. And, you know, with supply and demand, the more people holding, the more people staking, the higher the price is going to go up. So I really like that model. Yeah. So the, the I noticed that all the coins that are you, you can stake on Binance um, for the, uh, the the fixed staking, they're proof of stake coins. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, you can read more and in, more into it, but um, it's not highly advertised. So... Yeah, I wonder why they don't promote promote it more because like that's the thing. Getting the highest yield is like a big play for a lot of investors, especially for me. Yeah. Yeah. And if you're hodling, right? You're keeping the coins. Yeah. Um, whether it's on Binance or crypto.com, put it in one of those uh programs to earn interest yeah. while you're holding and it compounds and it's easy how, to forget. <laughs> how often do they pay? Do they pay weekly or monthly for their payments? I think, I think daily. Daily. Um yeah, it's like very wow. short terms. Like you can do 15 days. Uh, Whoa. 15, 30, 60. So they have really high returns on 15 okay. days. But then once you move your coin to their exchange, then uh, like the longer terms are not available. So that's, that's weird. Yeah. 
Wouldn't so they pay a, you more interest on a longer on a longer stake? No, not necessarily. That's how it is with crypto.com. Like the flexible where you can get in and out with no lock with no lockup period is 1%. A one yeah. month lockup period is 2% and a three month lockup period is 3%. Yeah. So the longer you stake it for, the longer the more higher interest you get. It seems Bitcoin's doing it in reverse. Uh, yeah, Binance. Yeah, it's, oh, Binance. I mean, sorry. Yeah, so they're just con they're just trying to get you in to just get their coins <laughs> on the on the exchange as quick as possible. I guess, right? It see it seemed like that for some of the. I mean, it's not. Maybe we can just throw it up on screen. We can take a look at some of the interest rates here. And then we got a big story to talk about, right? Blockfi, right? Blockfi, seven hundred bitcoins lost. Ooh. Uh, so I emailed support because I, I I signed up through Andre Jick, right? And I signed up for the 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 for BlockFi for the deposit deposit reward or whatever it's called deposit yeah. deposit promotion. So if you deposit and at over a thousand and under five thousand, you get like a forty dollar bonus, but you have to hold it for like two and a half months. And okay. the two and a half months should have been May fifteenth, but because that fell on a Sunday. They said it will come the next day. So I look on, on whatever the 17th or 18th, uh, whatever the Monday was, and it still wasn't there. And then I see that video from Andre Jick saying, "Block, block, five lost 700 bitcoins." I'm like, I, I went on there. I go like, I hope my big, I hope my bitcoin is safe. Okay, so what's there. what's the story there? You you had some bitcoin staked on BlockFi. Yeah, yeah, and I think at the time they were giving a six percent interest. So okay. it was quite. A little bit less than crypto.com but yeah. i wanted to just diversify a little bit you know just to give me a little bit of cushion in case anything happened with crypto.com yeah. you know just to split my assets a little bit and uh but then like a couple months or a month later they lowered the rates to like four percent now i think they're down to two percent which really sucks plus yeah. it was like 26 dollars to transfer the coins over so i'm gonna get a 40 dollars bonus but it cost me 26 to transfer over and i'm getting yeah. a lower interest rate so i think all in all i'm down on BlockFi. But, you, but didn't, anyway, you didn't lose any Bitcoin though, right? I didn't lose any Bitcoin. So what happened was they pay the bonus in Bitcoin, but they're supposed to give you a, an equivalent dollar value for. So like if you transfer it over like between one to 5,000, you get $40, Yeah, $40 of Bitcoin. But for a hundred people, they didn't pay $40 of Bitcoin. Whatever your bonus was, they paid you not in dollars, in US dollars. They paid you in Bitcoin. So imagine if they had paid me my 40 dollars bonus as a 40 yeah. bitcoin bonus 40 btc 40 btc at what thirty six thousand dollars 40 times 38k times 40 yeah that'd be nice all right 1.5 million thank you BlockFi. so <laughs> a lot of these people they took it when they saw their accounts yeah one guy was paid like i don't know it was, it was a lot he got like Oh geez, four yeah, a lot of Bitcoin, a lot of seven hundred Bitcoin or fifty Bitcoin or something, a lot of it, anyways. It was like in the millions, twenty six million or something. They said, and mm -hmm. they tra they transferred it right away off platform. Hey, you made a mistake, but I don't care. Obviously, it's off to my cold storage wallet. And then they were sending them uh, letters saying, "Hey, our terms of use is if you were given anything that you didn't earn or you didn't pay for, or you didn't transfer, you know, this is considered fraudulent activity." And by law, you have to give it back. But by the way, we'll also give you 500 bucks for your troubles because we know we screwed up. Yeah. So they said they recovered 90% of all the people. Most of the people were kind of honest about it. They did give it yeah. back. 
But 10% of the people said, no, I'm not giving it back. No, it's your mistake. Sorry. Um, what, Bitcoins? What Bitcoins? I don't have any Bitcoins. What? You sent me? No, I, I don't know. No, nothing you can do about it. Sorry. So did Andre Jeek, he actually, he didn't lose 700 Bitcoins. It was just, just the headline, right? They BlockFi lost 700 Bitcoins, okay. meaning they gave it away as referral, as, as deposit right. or referral bonuses to other people. You know, yeah, that's, who, that's it. Like if, if, if you were the intern that made that mistake, <laughs> your head is on the chopping block. You just cost the company. I don't know how many millions, $900 million or something like that. Uh, what, what was it? Let's, let's, let's do the math on that. It was, uh, it was 900, 700 Bitcoins or 900. Let's uh, just say it was 700 times 38,500. That is a $26 million mistake. Wow. <laughs> but they did recover 90%. They said. But even if they sue, like they could try to sue these guys that yeah. are keeping it. And I don't know if they'd have a case. There's some law in New York or something that says that if you're given money in error to settle a debt or something, mm -hmm. then that's your loss. Hmm. What would you do, yeah. Greg, in that situation? Well, all of a sudden you open up your account and you got a million extra bucks. You're knocking on block block by his door. <laughs> you would you would return it? Well, it's by law, right? You have to return it. But what if what if the law was ambiguous? The country? <laughs> what if the law was ambiguous? What if what if go, what if what if go to Singapore? <laughs> you can't do anything if 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 you're not in the country, right? Yeah, find a place. There's no extradition treaty. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah, it was, it was Andre Jeek was right on top of that because I saw that video. It was so fast, and I thought, and he oh, already had been in an interview. It. He had already been in an interview with, I don't know who, one of the higher ups at yeah. BlockFi. Wow. And you know, um, oh, what's the name of this company? Anthony Pompliano. Uh, he, his, in whatever his investment arm is, he's a, part, a partner in BlockFi. Yeah. Um, after I heard that news from you, I, uh, <laughs> I transferred like a good portion of my Bitcoin off of Coinbase on my hardware wallet. Okay. And what what made me really nervous is it took like 30, 30 minutes. Yeah, Bitcoin transactions can take almost an hour, right? Like, I think, I think uh, Coinbase they have to let three blocks process, and a block gets processed every ten minutes, so that's like a thirty-minute window. Okay. Right. They got to make sure they got to verify it three three times around. Yeah, that, that's a very gut wrenching time. It's you know, yeah, thinking what what happened to it. Um, it said successfully transferred, but I don't see it, it on the receiving end, so <laughs> it's, it's somewhere on the blockchain. Uh, but it's, yeah. yeah, thank thankfully, like all my wall transfers uh, haven't got lost yet. That's good. That's good. Yeah. Do you what? What's your technique uh, when you're sending and receiving a wallet address? Do you use the QR code or you? Copy. Use the QR code, yeah. Then I just double check the, the number before I send it. But once you do it once, it gets added to your whitelist, right? So you can always do a tester. Yeah. You know, just do a tester of fifty bucks or something like that. Hey, yeah. Kyle, thanks Kyle. for joining us. NKN. NKN. But I like the whitelist option. I know Crypto.com does the whitelist, and then you just double check the digits again. Okay. And if possible, I have my laptop and my phone at the same time. You know, I don't try to do it all on one device. Yeah. Just so I can just double check things and have it on a bigger screen. It helps. Helps. Yeah. Yeah. I always try to do a, a smaller transfer. Um, yeah. Yeah. Just the amount of time it takes to show up. 
Um, and actually, it didn't show up on the hardware wallet. I had to go to the the Ledger Live app, okay. and I exported the transactions, and that actually showed the Bitcoin. So okay, yeah, there's some bugs in the software. Thanks for the like. Thank you for the like. So one of my friends, I got in a little bit early. She got up to 12,000 of her own money. It mm -hmm. went up to 80,000, which is phenomenal, right? Wow. And then when it got down to 36 and she was panicking, she's like, I need to get out. I need to sell. I don't want it to go to zero. Yeah. And I, I had to talk her off the cliff and I just had to say, listen, this has happened in the past before. It's nothing new. It's just crypto. It's going to go up just as far as it goes down. Just get your emotion out of it. Really emotional. Like I could tell like a lot of fear. Yeah. And I'm just trying to calm her down. It's like, it's okay. Everything's going to be okay. Don't do anything rash. Like it's irreversible. If you sell at a loss, it's irreversible. You've taken that hit. That money is gone forever. Yeah, you can't can't buy back that time or that that coin and that price. And you'll never get that price again, right? You'll never get that price again, because yeah. it it turned around so quickly today, Jet Greg. This morning it just turned down turned around so quickly. Um, what what is that site with that fear greed index? List? Oh yeah, alternative dot me slash crypto slash fear dash and greed. You want me just to uh, share my screen? Fear and greed. There it is. Can you see my screen? Yes. 22. So that's a big recovery, but people are still a little bit freaked out. 10 yesterday. Who is it that said, buy when there's blood in the streets, even if it's your own? Warren Buffett. I don't know if it was him specifically. He was the one that said, be greedy when others are fearful and fearful when others are greedy. But it might have been a Rothschild or something like that. One of the old robber barons of the, of the oldie times. <laughs> I remember that, you know, that's it got stuck in my head. And, and when it went, it's a great line. Well, fear, I'm thinking, okay, it's probably a good time, right? It's, but it's a tough thing to deal with. It's not as easy as just, just buying. Yeah. Um, but I mean, you like, you've gone through it, you got so much skin in the game. Like, do you still get emotional? No, I don't experience? get emotional at all. I'll tell you why. This why it's a little bit different for me, Greg, because as you know, I got in really early, and uh, I feel really fortunate and blessed that I got in when I did. So I've kind of put in my own money, a hundred thousand dollars. Yeah, but I've also cashed out a quarter million. I've bought back again, bought, or I bought. I still have some in, I should say. But yeah. my initial investment, I guess, before taking any money out, was about a hundred thousand. Yeah, and you've already profited. And I've already taken that. out a quarter million. So that's two and a half times my money. If I lost yeah. everything in my crypto account right now, it would sting a lot. It would really set back my family's plans for a while. But I wouldn't feel like I didn't get something out of it. So you're playing with house money. Is that I'm playing with house money? You know, I am two and a half times up on my investment. Now that money's all spent. I don't, it's not sitting in a bank account somewhere. I had to pay taxes. I bought some furniture, a new car, you know, moving expenses, lifestyle, travel, blah, 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 blah. Right. Yeah. But yeah. Um, so I, that, that gives me a little bit of an emotional cushion. Yeah. But even still, when you have so much belief and confidence that this is the future, like even if I hadn't taken out all my money, like let's say I didn't take out any profit. 
I still bought it with a hundred thousand and the lowest my portfolio got to was 259. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, I was just giving back house money anyways. And it's just, yeah. it's all paper, right? It's not a real, it's not a real loss. Like when people say, oh, I lost money. No, you didn't lose anything. The, the coins are still there. You still have the coins. Yeah. How can you say you lost something when the coins are still sitting there in your sack? You only really lose when you sell it, right? And then you really lose. Yeah. Like that's why I had to tell so many people, just hold on, hold on, hold on. You will regret selling at a loss. Yeah. My dad, I, I don't want to say give too many details, but my dad had a lot of money invested in the, in the internet boom. You know, the, the late nineties, the early, early thousands when the internet was coming around yeah. and, you know, he had a bunch of companies that were like supposed to be in the forefront of internet technology and things like that. Okay. And then the bubble burst, you know, he probably bought a lot at the top and the bubble burst. And uh, unfortunately, you know, when you whatever, lose your job or don't have any savings left and you, you're watching your nest egg just diminish, 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 and you don't know how low it's going to go, right? You don't, you can't, you can't see far enough into the future to know that eventually some of these will recover. Well, some of them will go to zero too, right? But, um, you know, he had to sell at a loss. He had to sell at a, a significant loss. So I'm trying to learn from that mistake as well too. Yeah. You know, it's not, not to sell at a loss. Yeah. Well, yeah, don't don't sell the loss. Uh, hodl and stake. <laughs> when like, it, what, what? Hodl means people think it's the misspelling of the word hold, H-O-L-D, but they spell it H-O-D-L. Yeah. But actually, hodl is real, a real acronym for hold on for dear life. <laughs> <laughs> it's not a misspelling of hold. It means hold on for dear life. Like whatever it takes, just do not sell at a loss. Yeah, there's, there's 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 a bit of jargon in this this uh, crypto industry. I, I'm still learning it. Diamond hands, hodl, uh, fud. I actually have to Google that one. I'm like, so yeah, many people. Fear, uncertainty, like, doubt, and the, I like the laser eyes, right? I got diamond hands and laser eyes. You know, I'm a cyborg for life. <laughs> I'm yeah, I love the, the Twitter profile pics. The uh, Wink Winklevoss twins, Michael Saylor. They got the laser eyes on there. Yeah. How did so, you feel? Like how much how much was your portfolio go down at the most? Like what was your highest number? Or just give me a percent. If if your highest number was a was a hundred, what was your lowest percent? Um I, I think at my peak combined, I, I think I was at about 10k US. Okay. And, uh, yeah, you got a good portfolio now, Greg. Look at you. It's it's solid. Yeah, but yeah, I don't know. I I it's just I didn't have that snapshot but i mean yeah i think everyone was everything was was down about 30 30 40 percent i was definitely down like over a thousand us on okay. crypto.com okay um yeah that's yeah how did you yeah. feel did you get freaked out um i was definitely kind of looking for what uh, other people are saying on YouTube and the news. Well, actually, the news was bad because they they kept repeating the news from earlier in the week about Elon and China. So, you know, it doesn't make things easier, especially in this day and age, right? There's just so much noise. So, yeah, just having. Were you inclined to sell at any point? No. You cut your losses. No, I, I I learned my lesson. You know, selling selling a coin like I, if one thing i've learned <laughs> whenever i sell something I, I end up losing either way whether it goes up or 
Um, <laughs> How do you lose when you sell it when it goes up? <laughs> or you just sell it too soon? Because I sold it before it went up, like the oh, rare. Oh, you sell it before it goes up, yeah. <laughs> I've made that mistake before. I'm buying back all my dot, my polka dot and, and chain link at like eight times the price when I initially had it. <laughs> and I sold it too soon. I sold I sold my polka dot like a 25 cent per coin profit when I bought them for like four or five bucks. Oh nice. And then as soon as and then it, like the like the moment after I bought them, it went down for many, many weeks. And I was feeling dejected about it. So yeah. as soon as it broke even and had a slight bit of profit just to cover, I'm like, oh, I'm out of this coin. <laughs> and then of course it 10x's from there after I sold. Now I'm buying it back at much higher prices. Yeah. 21 seems that's that's about half price yeah know? but you got to remember polka dot was like 47 bucks 48 bucks not too long ago yeah. like even chain got as high as 63 greg now this is canadian dollars so i don't know what it is in us but yeah yeah this is the one coin i i gotta load up on um, yeah I'm, I'm really heavy in the in the top the top alts like um top alts like cardano XRP. Yeah, let's see here. Code. One, two, three, four, five, six. I hold six of the top ten in market cap, and Tether doesn't count, right? Because it's just a stable coin. It doesn't it doesn't appreciate in value. Mm -hmm. So actually, I hold like six out of the top nine coins. I might as well just have an ETF for the large caps. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so it's just basically the large caps minus a few like Tether and Binance. Yeah. And then I've got two in the teens. Chainlink is 15. Polygon is 17. Yeah. VChain is 22 in market cap. I got Where a couple of the 30s. Where did Shiba Inu go? and Crypto.com are in the 30s. Holochain is in the 60, 60s. Near Protocol and Zilliqa 70s. Engine 80s. Injective 148. And two in the 500 range. Contentos and Rarible. <laughs> yeah, you've got quite a quite a range of coins yourself too many coins to keep track of yeah v chain is a even better deal oh my god i know that's a crazy there's no reason like that's gonna be a dollar coin you know if if, if we're still in the bull cycle which i believe we are yeah like when we get that massive blow off before the bear market starts, you know, the turn of the bear or the start of the bear market, the turn of the bull, I think VeChain will probably top out at a dollar. Nice. I mean, it has a hell of a lot more utility than Doge. We, we, we don't hear much news about it. There's news every day, but it's just like, you know, they have partnerships every day. They have new use cases. There's always something new is being tracked on it, recorded on it, and some new story. Yeah, but it's just like people aren't excited about it. I think because it's it's Chinese based company, uh, and I think there's kind of an anti Chinese sentiment out there right now. Yeah, because that was a U.S. backed company. You know, like they've got they've got partnerships with Walmart, with BMW, with uh, uh, expensive hand handbags. I don't know, it's Gucci or Burberry or one of them. You know, to prevent uh, to prevent prevent knockoffs, to do proof of authenticity on the blockchain. Where everything yeah. you buy will have a QR code on it, and then you can tell who, who, where it was manufactured, which factory, what time of the day, you know, who was the person that hand sewed it, who was the who was the supervisor that you know checked it off through quality control, yeah. where it all got shipped through it. Like it has a whole story, right? So they can verify its authenticity. 
Yeah, they're. I mean, they're working with McDonald's and BMW, but yeah, actually, I didn't know this, but there's a, apparently a lot of uh, counterfeit BMW parts for your car. Uh, so BMW is also doing proof of authenticity for you know for legitimate parts from the BMW factories. Yeah, I think I think the founder or co-founder he used to work for Louis Vuitton. Uh, yeah, Sunny Lou. Yeah, yeah so that's that background is interesting. It's got to be a uh, super smart guy, down to earth. I've seen him. He was he was interviewed on the Digital Asset Investor before, who I like to follow as well. Yeah. Who are your favorite YouTubers? We should give them some credit. <laughs> uh, investing nomads. Um, <laughs> yes, of course. <laughs> yeah, I mean, Coin Bureau is pretty pretty yeah, legit. Yeah. A little bit. He goes, he goes in pretty, pretty deep, and it's a little yeah. bit dry. But he's, he's changing up his style lately. He's uh, yeah. <laughs> dressing up a bit more. He um, dressed up like a pilot the other day. Welcome aboard Crypto Airlines. Yeah, <laughs> I'm your, I'm your captain, guy. Yeah. Um, Sometimes I have to listen to him in like 1.25 speed though, because he can really draw on. Yeah, he's got, he's got that that dry British sense of humor. I think um, people have to put me down in like half speed to hear what I'm saying, because I can ramble off pretty quickly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah everyone's different style andre jake is is good for kind of like the mains he kind of simplifies thing in a in a mainstream way um yeah he's, he's really good at keeping attention and then uh i don't know watch way too much of uh like coin coin desk they have their 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 podcasts their panel they're pretty pretty interesting let's see if yasser can come on my buddy yasser Yes, there's a teacher for my massage school. And oh, I got okay. him yeah, I got I him invested in crypto. I thought the name sounded familiar. Yeah, from, you know, uh, yeah. Edmonton, right? In our, our affiliate program. <laughs> Edmonton, right? Yep. Yeah. Anna Hotha Wellness Studio is the name of his his uh his his uh, massage clinic. And nice. he teaches the Rainer massage courses. I think that's a, a great time to mention that we now have a massage and crypto online course bundle what a great what a great combination right obviously they 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 go hand in hand it's a synergy i mean yeah. uh <laughs> you the, the the massage course was filmed in thailand i i uh filmed that you you taught the whole thing four days and uh the other course we did together yeah. on cryptocurrency so this is yeah. amazing we have a, a long and storied history you and i this is like it's, it's cool it's cool that we're friends and business associates and we just we have we have our hands in a lot of different pots <laughs> it's great <laughs> I, I, my life is definitely richer because of knowing you greg like i have to say thank you so much for being my friend thank you for being my partner on this journey like this my life is certainly better with you in it thank you yeah same here yeah thanks thanks a lot for uh yeah you're welcome yeah, we're having fun we're having fun yeah, you got you got me back into crypto. Yeah, look at you profiting. Woo, woo, woo. <laughs> Let's yeah. see if he can come on. Um, actually, while well, while we wait, uh, one of the popular questions that we found is what what is the having Bitcoin? Yes, is that okay. just bit related to Bitcoin or it's only related to Bitcoin? I think they have other havings for other proof of work, but it's it's. It's a mechanism that's programmed into the source code for Bitcoin that will cut the mining rewards in half 
every 200,000 blocks, which works out to about, works out to about uh, four years. Hey, um, Thomas. Hey, Thomas. Is this our Thomas? Yeah. Hey, Thomas. Thanks. Thanks for the comment, Thomas. He, uh, he said he wants to come on one day. He's, uh, he's doing some, uh, some staking stuff. He told me about the Binance staking. He said it's safe. So, Is this the Thomas we met? Where was that? In Chiang Mai? Yeah, uh, Yeah, that's right. That's right. Right. Yeah, because we went for like a foot reflexology massage together. I think three, the three of us. Yeah, yeah. It was cool. it was quite a, quite a story, but uh, yeah, glad glad you guys got to meet in Huahin. Yeah, this is great. This is like long ago. We were talking like, oh, you have to have kind of a, a passive source of income, and you got to get online and have something to offer, and you know, and look at that. It's all a few years later. Here, here we are. Here we are. Yeah, he he was already into crypto by that time. He he just doesn't talk about it a lot. But yeah, yeah he he got me in the Bitcoin twenty seventeen, and I, he's a I, real OG. Oh yeah, before the first new all time high of twenty thousand. I remember twenty seventeen. You know, you had to use the Google Authenticator for two factor authentication. Yeah, and I was like, "What are you doing? Why is this so complicated to log on?" And uh, yeah, so he, he knew what was going on back then. Getting back to the Bitcoin having, so right now, like when 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 Bitcoin first came out, they would for every time you solve the block, like you would be the person who solved the complex arithmetic, arithmetical, arithmetic, arithmetic. Say that word yeah. for me, Greg. Math. The math. <laughs> complex puzzle. math. Yeah. <laughs> then you'd get fifty bitcoins as the reward. And then every 10 minutes, they'd give you another 50 Bitcoins. But after four years, they halved it to 25. Yeah. And another four years, they halved it to 12.25. 12 12 and now they're 6.25 right now. So, um, you know, you're basically you're fighting for less and less coins that are getting out there. Right now, there's 900 coins that are every day get mined on the Bitcoin network. Yeah. And then in 2024, it's going to be 450 coins. And I think it's going to go right to like 21, 20, 21, 24, the year 21, 24. Okay. And then that the, I think the last Bitcoin will be mined then. But by then the price might be $10 million a coin or something. Or 21, 24. Eh? Yeah. yeah. But uh, historically speaking, that like 15, 12 to 15 months after the halving yeah. is a new all-time high. And the last having was May eleventh, twenty twenty. So yeah. we're like twelve months already. So this is why people still believe the bull month, the bull market is is still going because we haven't reached that fifteen month to eighteen month of um of, since the last having. So okay. people are saying so another six months from like so July, June, July, August, September, October, November. It could go right into November, December, before we see that like that massive blowout, blowout top. Okay, so the super cycle. Well, the super cycle could go into twenty twenty two. Some people are saying twenty twenty two, but hmm. if it's not a super cycle, if you're following the charts as the last two halvings, they were like fifteen to eighteen months after the having a new all time yeah. high, and then um, yeah, and then another two years of pain after that. <laughs> <laughs> they call the the crypto winter. Cold, crypto winter. Cold winter. Uh, how are you going to spend your crypto winter? Uh, hodl, hodl. I'll just keep buying. You know, I'm going to keep yeah. buying. Hodl, hodl in Thailand. Uh, oh, does he need a laptop, uh, desktop, with headphones or mic and speakers? Yeah. 
that's pretty much all he needs, right? I think he could. He might even just be able to do it from his phone. Oh, really? I, I don't know. Not sure if it's been done before. Yeah, let's see. Yeah, if it's if it's too rushed, we can. Yeah. Also do it next show. I like these little impromptu. I like when we can just you know, hey, it's our show. We can just do whatever we want, right? Fly by the seat of our plans. I was a little <laughs> bit wrong, Greg. I thought we'd have more people come on at this time of the night, but I guess it was it was a Friday the last time, right? Wasn't it? No, it wasn't. It was yeah. It was Thursday. I think it was Thursday. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's yeah. later on in the week. We we'll try that time slot again, maybe if we can. Let's sure. just do this five times a week, Greg. Come on, every day. Let's just do one every day. <laughs> we don't have to go a full hour, but you know, a half hour at least. Just just keep adding some content. Like we're fifty nine minutes in. I feel like we just sat down. I feel like my coffee. I've only had like three or four sips from my coffee. <laughs> I'm not drinking coffee, but you know, it's like you know, you just start talking. You have a, a few sips. Like I like an hour's gone by already, and I feel like we're just getting started. Like you know. The appetizers are here, you know, we're waiting for the main course and then we're going to have some dessert afterwards. <laughs> Do you feel that? Uh, or is this, no. is this a long day for you? <laughs> That's a long, I, I, my, my schedule has changed maybe because of the morning show or maybe because of the markets or my, my, my mind is tuned, but I'm waking up early and I'm losing, I lose steam earlier. Hey, we have. Oh, yes, sir. Right hey, guys. hey guys. Hey guys. Can you hear me? Full disclosure, Yasser, you are live on YouTube. You're uh, live on the interwebs. All right. First time for everything. This is great. Look How at you. you. Welcome. Thank you. Look, wow. Is that a COVID-19 beard you're sporting there? I haven't seen you with so That's much face exactly hair before. That's exactly what it is. Awesome. Exactly. 18 months in. Thank you for joining us. This is actually a celebratory day, Yasser, because we just broke 100 YouTube subscribers. We've been doing this podcast for a couple months now. And 100 subscribers. We were at like 25 just like a week or two ago, right? And now we're like at 100. So it's starting to pick up momentum. Episode That's 20. awesome, guys. Congratulations. That's great. Thank Thanks. you so much. Welcome. welcome. Now, I would like you, if you don't mind, Yasser, sharing your, your story, how you got involved in cryptocurrency, because this is the crypto podcast for beginners. Well, I mean, like you know, Terry, I, most of us, I've, I heard about crypto over the you know last several years and very interested in it, but didn't uh, didn't really pull the trigger on any type of um, acquisition capacity. Really, that's what it was. And then uh, about this time last year, you know, I uh, chatting with yourself, and you 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 got on some apps, and you were starting to get more involved and and following what you were doing. I thought this is this is fantastic, and uh, you know, I regret to say that a lot slower on the uptake getting getting uh, getting into those services. But uh, even even as recently as you know a couple of months ago, when I was finally like, no, I want to get on this. I remember the day, the day I got on here was uh, Ethereum was seven hundred bucks. I was like, I just got nice. seven hundred oh, bucks. Nice. So I picked up some. Yeah, of that so time. It, was, it, was, it was it was a good day to pick up pick up some some Ethereum. So I mean, again, <laughs> just you know, little pieces here and there, right? And um, yeah. And I think you know, honestly, the gateway the gateway to the crypto would have been would have been like just looking at stocks as well. Like I know, I know Terry, you and I talked about Tesla and. Just even, you know, Elon Musk is a nice gateway drug for uh, for crypto as well, right? <laughs> so if you follow that dude. So there's a lot of little little things poking here and there. But I'll tell you, you know, it was yourself and then some other good friends. Uh, also, you know, you hear them chatting. And and also, you know, beyond that, um, my graduate programs and communications and technology and, and just the idea of blockchain and what that represents for the future and a future that has uh, 
a lot of AI kind of potentially going to be operating on other things. The blockchain is is something to pay close attention to. So you know, all these things seem to be converging at a interesting time right now. And so yeah, that's in a nutshell. That's where it brings us to today. Is your portfolio up or down right now from your buy-in price? Oh, from my buy-in price, it's it's up. It's up. Yeah. Okay. Overall, because. Was it down like yesterday? Would it have been down yesterday if I asked you yesterday? So there, yeah, there, there, yeah, yesterday it would have been, yeah, it would have been down yesterday. It's up now, marginally up now. But uh, that's if I combine both my portfolios with the original purchases uh, on uh, my Wealth Simple account with okay. Ethereum and Bitcoin. Right. Because oh, you bought crypto on Wealth Simple. Yeah, I did, originally that's where I started was on Wealth Simple just to get in, just to get yeah. that Ethereum initially. Yeah. That was the only place I could really find it, and I was already getting some stocks there. So I was like, "Wow, this is great!" Yeah. Um, and then Ter- Terry kind of pointed the way for me to uh, look at uh, crypto.com. Crypto.com so yeah. I've, mo- I've moved to there since then, and and that portfolio is e- it's even right now. And I mean, yeah, and that's only I've only been purchasing for the last I'd say sixty days, and as of oh, yesterday, yeah. I was even there. So I think I missed the dip a little bit, but uh, today I was like. Just asking Terry, you know, I've got, I've got a little bit I want to, I want to kind of invest at the moment because uh, I think we're still coming up from this dip, you know, and yeah. there's gonna, <laughs> it's got a long way to go, so it's still a good, good moment to kind of like, yeah, still get time after to buy, still, still a good time, absolutely, exactly. How, how have you find the funding on Crypto.com? How, how quickly has the cash been coming through eTransfer for you? You know what? Uh, a lot faster than Wealth Simple, I'll tell you that. Um, yeah, no, I've been, I've been pretty impressed. It's, it was actually pretty quick, pretty quick. I'd say less than an hour. Okay. Good. Good. uh, Yeah. Yeah. So I was really impressed with that. Awesome. Well, simple. They have a new feature now. You can spend $3 a month and then they'll let you transfer up to a thousand dollars instantly. Oh, really? Yep. Instantly. So you can say, I want to send a thousand bucks. Real time pricing. Yeah. Yeah. That's the other big thing too. They, They don't have that 15 minute delay like they had. Now, are you using the crypto account of wealth simple or you're using the tfsa in the etfs etfs and yeah the TFSA. that's a good question i think I'm, I'm using the tfsa okay yeah because i think actually their crypto feature is kind of redundant and useless okay. like they kind of had that come out before their etfs so if you wanted to get in crypto but you didn't have a crypto exchange account and you just wanted exposure to it then yeah you join the crypto account in wealth simple but it's just a paper representation. You don't actually own the coins. You don't have any custody over the, over them. You can't transfer them off platform. All you can do is buy, hold, or sell. But then they made, came out with the ETFs of, of Bitcoin ETF and Ethereum ETF. So now you can hold them right. in the TFSA. So they're they're going to grow totally tax free. Okay. But in the in I know, the I noticed account, those in the TFSA. fully taxed. Okay. Yeah, that's so a big thing. How do when you pull them out, they know that they'll, they'll tax you at that point then? Yeah, as soon as you that, dispose of it. So the, in order for you to, to pull it out, you have to sell your paper represent, representative of it into fiat. Okay. And then you, as soon as you do that, you get taxed on the full amount. But you can withdraw and you can have money come in and out of TFSA all the time. Just as long as whatever you take out, whatever you take out in one year, you have to wait till the following year to recontribute that amount. Gotcha. But it yeah, grows tax-free. It's tax because it post it's post tax money to go in right like an rsp is pre-tax money where you get a deduction for your contribution so you don't pay tax up front but you pay tax on the back end right when you retire but tfsa right. is already post-tax so you would have already paid tax on your earnings and this is your own disposable income after that 
So that's why they don't tax it as it grows, which I think is smarter than an RSP. I think so. Yeah, no, that makes more sense to me. Okay. Especially in the world we're in right now. So. Yeah. So where are you at right now? Tell us a little bit of your, where are you at your office, your studio? No, no, I'm at home right now. I'm just watching the Oilers. going to get swept here in four games, so that's interesting. Overtime right now. Um, yeah, no, I'm just at home right now. This is office, uh, my home office in my basement suite. That I work in. Cool. Yeah. What is yeah. your overall outlook on the crypto market? Where do you think it's going to go from here? What are your hopes and aspirations, and how do you expect to profit from this? Well, I think, yeah, I mean, I think I don't know as much as I'd like to know about the crypto market, aside from the fact again that the, the main the main players out there what are your biggest pie charts your biggest piece of your pie charts in crypto which are your biggest holdings my biggest current value? holdings are are ethereum and ada equal weighting or you heavier one way than the other uh a little heavier on ethereum yeah okay yeah, and you're choosing that because you just got into it first or I'm choosing it, yeah, because I figured two things. It was like second in, in line, right behind. And I also thought that uh, it's Canadian and it's the one I knew the most about. Okay. It is Canadian. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Canadian founder. Canadian Russian, Vitalik yeah, Buterin. Yeah. yeah, exactly. And it's a good price point right now. Like it took a huge, huge hit. So it's a good price to buy. Yeah. I mean, I missed it. Did it get all the way down to 2000 there for a bit? I thought it did, yeah. 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 I wish it would have picked up at 2000 that would have been amazing but yeah, yeah. no yeah, i think i think that's exactly right it's not still at a good spot right now so yeah it has a lot of network effect right now so it's 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 got a lot of users it's being used in a lot of apps it has a lot of developers on it it's you know it's a trusted name and a lot of the billionaires the old boys that were invested in bitcoin are now actually there's a new statistic that all the a lot of new uh new in, institutional money for the first time ever is a greater dollar value going into Ethereum now than Bitcoin. So mm. in terms of new investments, new investments at an institutional level was heavily weighted for Bitcoin for the longest time. Almost everything was going into Bitcoin. You know, they'd allocate maybe 80% into Bitcoin and 20% to Ethereum. But now the inflows now are weighted in the favor of Ethereum. Wow. Wait till the big boys get tired of that and start to put it in, into places like Cardano or XRP. Wow. So what, where crazy. where do you guys fall on that? So Cardano, XRP, I mean, what's what's next in line for you guys? Greg? Um, how do we follow the news for coins like Cardano or? Or the next one to take off? Yeah, the next one to take off. What, what's the next? If you had to pick two that we're going to be, you know, giving Ethereum a run, let's say, four, three or four years from now. Yeah, I think Cardano's a, a, solid, a solid bet. Um, you, can, you can follow the, the YouTuber. Um, Charles Hawkinson, the founder, mm -hmm. he's got a Twitter and a YouTube channel, so he he's pretty active. He talks a lot. He does an AMA at least once a week, and a long. He'll, he'll go on for two hours plus. So you yeah, can really not, not the most that, interesting right? stuff, but, <laughs> I, but I, I like. I can listen to Charles for hours. <laughs> <laughs> he's he's a he's a smart smart dude, and uh, yeah, it's a solid project. That the the price hasn't taken off relative to. Bitcoin and Ethereum, it's proof of stake. So it's very, it's a very green energy efficient crypto coin, which is very, uh, it's, that's the focus now. Right. So I think it's a good solid bet for the future. I'm going to go a little bit off, off script here and say XRP right now. Yeah. XRP, I think is the one that's going to take off. There's some rattling in the woods that there's going to be a settlement May 31st. Hmm. 
and it's going to go like they might have to pay a fine whatever it is good or bad they they cannot they cannot be found guilty cuz i ripple would never take that settlement because remember their uh their um the original founder the chris larson and former ceo is on the hook for uh selling unregistered securities and and Brad Garlinghouse but they won't take that settlement where they actually get charged because they'll take it okay. all the way to court so if there is a settlement it's just going to be ripple paying a fine and moving about their business right and then they'll never be able to be sued for that again so that's going to be a big big plus once they accept the settlement say hey sure I'll pay your fine but you can never ever ever call us or charge us with selling unregistered securities so right. it wouldn't, you know, there has to be new law that's going to re, re clarify. It might be the ripple test that comes in the future. But right. I think if there's a settlement, it's price action forward up, just like straight to the moon. Because everybody's just waiting, waiting, waiting right now for this lawsuit to close. And right. once they get word that they're out of the hot water, then you're going to see some crazy banks are going to be, they're going to be buying it up like crazy because there's so many foundational layers that they've put out to connect all these payment corridors with all these different countries and all these different banks like they've got 80 different banking partners right now and in the US they can't they can't hold XRP on their balance sheet because there's too much uncertainty if it's a security or not because if it's a security then they're selling unregistered securities to their to their customers and that's going to get them in a lot of hot water but if the if there's a settlement and they can never be charged with XRP being a security again all the banks are going to buy it up it's going to be like flipping a switch. Like if you listen to some of these old school XRP YouTubers, like Digital Asset mm -hmm. Investor, XRP Right Now, um, Brad Kimes, um, you know, they basically say it's going to be a flipping a switch and it's just going to be like parabolic price action because well, everybody has to now load up uh, XRP in their so balance sheet to be the bridge currency. If XRP does settle either way, and this is good for XRP and it, it skyrockets, is XRP going to take anything else with it? Is anything else tied to that to that no. rise? No, it's going to flip a lot of things on the chart on the on the market cap choice. Okay. Here, here's why it's a big win because number one, it's the most energy efficient of all the blockchains. That's it true. It uses one slash, so one of fifty seven thousandth of the power. So well, if it takes fifty seven thousand light bulbs to do one transaction for Bitcoin, it takes one light bulb for XRP. Right. So that's like a, that's a and that's where the narratives are shifting, right? This whole Green New Deal, the whole World Economic Forum, the whole Great Reset. Everybody is saying that we have to take climate control and climate change and put it economically embedded in the system. So there's probably mm -hmm. going to be carbon taxes. So Bitcoin could be taxed to death. And maybe they can't kill it, but they could tax it a lot. If you're trading in Bitcoin, you got to pay a carbon tax now. But if you're trading in XRP. You got to maybe you get a credit, maybe you get some credits to offset your your carbon. So that's a big thing: speed, security, and it, it's 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 just it's the right side of history. So, what are your need to knows between Cardano and XRP? Then, if you're trying to make a decision between those two, what do well, you need to know? Well, I was XRP's greener. Car yeah, they solve different problems. So XRP is just about moving value around the Internet of Value. Just moving money around the world. Instant settlement between banks and institutions. Like, here, here's the thing. Like, you just brought this point up, Yasser. You said it's hard to send money through Wealthsimple. Yeah. It takes three days to come out of your bank account into theirs before you can trade with it. Right. 
Imagine if it was all tokenized on the blockchain and your bank account with your bank could instantly settle with Wealth Simple in real time in three seconds, three to five seconds. Oh, you want to send some money from your bank to Wealth Simple? Yeah, okay, done. Go trade. Same thing with like with my wife, right? I just I send her I send her money back home to her family, you know, every month. Yeah. And sometimes it takes like five days. Yeah. 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 For them to get it. It's like ridiculous. I can send you an email. I can send you a video. We're doing a live stream right now. You know, you're in Edmonton. I'm in Kelowna. Greg's in Vancouver. And we're talking instantaneously over the internet in real time. But money's the last of the things that can move. Video, data, information. That's very true. Try to move money as quick as this. And they're going to solve that problem. It's a competitor to the SWIFT network, right? Yeah. Like wire wire transfers, it'll be replaced on, right? Wire okay. transfers, it's just a messaging system, right? And they still have to they still have to pre-fund the banks through Nostravosa. So, so Greg, which is more efficient at wire transferring than the XRP or the Cardano? Well, Cardano's more related to identity, if I understand correctly. Like I mean, as um, a currency, it's just as fast. Yeah, as a transfer as a transfer currency, like a, for remittances, like exactly true what you're doing, sending yeah. money back back home. It's yeah. going to be the same thing either way. Between one XRP of the big and things with remittances, though, is liquidity. So they like you have to set up these corridors with exchanges as first, right? So all the money that's come that's being traded and being settled, like these banks have to have relationships with the exchanges. So and there has to be enough liquidity, enough people trading in that currency that they can instantly buy from one exchange in one country and sell instantly at another exchange and another currency. Hey, Granite Guy. Hey, Granite Guy. Thanks for the um, sub. So Cardano hasn't done that work yet to establish those payment rails yet. So it's still fast to send it, but it's not Ripple fast. It's not XRP fast. And they're more focusing on identity and records such as educational records, like Cardano ADA is trying to do voting systems. Uh, they're trying to do uh, property rights and ownership proof and they're tokenizing nfts so they're yes they can do similar things but they're focusing their strategy on other things but they oh. solve very different problems and they're, they're both excellent at what they do and um hey you could go equal weighting on them you could go 33 33 33 between v chain xrp and cardano right yeah, yeah, yeah. How does VeChain, like how does VeChain differ from XRP and Cardano? VeChain is everything supply chain and logistics and proof of authenticity. So they're at the manufacturer level and the shipping level. They're more like working with factories and distributors. Like you remember in the olden days, long before containers were standardized containing sizes were a thing, they would ship everything from country to country in sacks, in like, you know, potato sacks or something. Doesn't matter the size or the structure, right? It would just it would be in a big sack on a crane and then dumped under the under the other ship, right? And then some wise guy, I forget his name, but he said, why don't we standardize the ships for containers to be the same as the ships for trains to be the same for ship for trucks? And they just load everything in a container and then use these big cranes. So it comes off the ship, it goes on the train. It comes off the train, it goes on the truck. So it prevents theft and standardized the whole shipping industry, right? So shipping costs were cheaper, theft was less. So basically imagine that for a blockchain now. Because if you want, if I want to buy some goods from China, Yasser, some medical equipment or something, right? First, there's different dollars that we have, different denominations of dollars. And then each, each player in this chain has their own proprietary system. So the manufacturer has their own proprietary 
CRM, their own manufacturing software. That's going to be different from the logistics guy, which is going to be different from the government customs duties, right? And that it could be like seven different computer systems that don't talk to each other. So now with VeChain and the blockchain, they make everything universally interoperable and you can trace anywhere it is along its journey. You can trace its temperature. Like if you're doing time or like temperature sensitive things like sushi, for example, you know, it's going to have an RFID tag that's going to that's going to check the temperature of that freight car. And if it ever dips below a certain amount, you can refuse the shipment. Sorry, you didn't keep it cold like you were supposed to. I'm not taking the shipment. Right. So things like that, verifying the authenticity of designer bags. Yeah. Certifying something is legit that it's yeah. this French wine is really from France using the blockchain. Yeah, not only it's really from France, this is from the this is from the row and the bush that the, the grapes were harvested from. And this is the oh, person no, who squished fantastic. it with their bare toes. <laughs> yeah, no, this is fantastic. So is anyone else in competition on the supply chain side with VeChain? Or is, are there they is. There's, there's something called the Walton chain. It does something similar. But nobody yeah. has as many partnerships as VeChain. Like they literally have in the hundreds of partnerships. And there's there's millions of transactions on it daily. It's one of the ones I, I follow the least just because I just, it's just kind of a slow chug for me. You know, I, I love it and I know it's going to go to a dollar sometime soon, but I just don't, there isn't the, um, like with Ripple, I, I always hear Brad Garlinghouse on the news. I hear uh, uh, David Schwartz. Uh, he's the chief technical officer. I always hear him. So I'm kind of like uh, heavily invested in those people. And especially with Cardano ADA, Charles Hoskinson, he's the CEO. Chain so, yeah, hey, May Spitfire. But I don't really know much about the people behind other than Sonny Lou, but I don't really make an effort to kind of hear everything he says. Right. So I mean, I have a strong belief and conviction in it, but it's just chugging along. I've got a lot of money in it, and I know it's going to pay off in huge dividends. But supply chain doesn't excite me. <laughs> you know, like I think it's fascinating, actually. I think supply chain is fascinating. I mean, Remittances is, I think, where like the immediacy of like the worth and value of crypto is. Um, but I think supply chain is fascinating, and I, th I think you're right about it. Long term, it's a slow chug, but it's gonna be there. It's a very like necessity capacity, uh, you know, to be able to exchange for it in the future. So I think this is a really cool thing to to get on early. I try to be equally weighted between those three. Right now, I'm favoring XRP. Yeah. Perfect. And I'm a little bit underweight in my Cardano, so I'm just keep adding to those stacks every day. What do you think VeChain could reach uh, in five years, Terry? Oh, five years? Fifteen dollars. Fifteen bucks, eh? Yeah, that's that's a nice return at the current price. Yeah, it's like thirteen cents right now. Uh, Eleven. Well, 11 yeah, cents. Canadian, Canadian, yeah. Uh, U.S. Yeah. 11 so it's yeah great price like when i think of those three projects i think of i think of xrp as all the money cardano ad is all the people and vchain is all the product people products and money those are the those, those are the, the three they solve the different different problems world of problems they solve what price and cardano, xrp and xrp is all the money imagine what, if you could like right now, we are at the mercy of the New York Stock Exchange and NASDAQ being open from 9.30 in the morning to 4 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. But the crypto markets are 24-7, holidays included. Now imagine getting 
every single tradable stock tokenized on the blockchain. So you could you could buy and sell Tesla shares anytime, any time yeah. of the day. Like that's what XRP wants to do initially. They want to do the whole derivatives market, everything, all paper contracts going to be on the blockchain. Instant settlement, instant funding, instant loans, smart contracts, you know, so you could write futures contracts on them. You know, what's the price of Bitcoin going to be on July 30th, 2023? You can embed that all into the into the contract. If it meets that price, you get this payout. If it doesn't meet that price, you lose it all. Or you can rewrite the contract or sell the contract to somebody else. Imagine. Like all the money is like a five quintillion dollar opportunity. All the people is a seven billion dollar opportunity. All the products. I mean, how many goods are moving across the globe at any given time, right? Like that's why I'm so hopeful for this space. Blockchain. It's yeah, great. blockchain. Yeah, it's it's permanent, transparent. Yeah, immutable. Have you referred any other people? Have you gotten it? Have you onboarded anybody else? Yes, sir. Um, my roommate, I think, has gotten into into it a little bit. I don't think he's jumped on to the crypto fully yet. Okay. But I chat with him about it, and he's finally got into the stock side of things. Like I said, it's kind of the gateway, right? So try to get him into something. Do you think we are at yeah. peak euphoria right now? Like, where do you think we are, like, in the psychology of a market cycle? Yeah, that's a really good question, man. That's a really good question because we also live in a bubble, right? We talk to one another, and so, like, within our, like... The grand guy. Within that's our psyche, there is a euphoria, for sure. Like, we're all kind of there. But at the same time, I think in the outer world, there's still, there's still a huge resistance to, like, all things crypto. So it's hard yeah. to gauge. What do you guys think? The latest stat was there's 54 million Americans, <laughs> 54 million Americans apparently that have, have have bought some sort of form of crypto at one time or another. So that's a little bit more million. than 10%. Yeah, that's a high number now. Holy shit. That's but a worldwide, I think it's still less than 2% of the population. So this is still a nascent asset class. It's only been around for 13 years, right? It's just proving itself. Interesting. Interesting. Yeah. Thanks for the comment, Kevin. Um, Kevin actually contacted me very recently during this this major dip. Uh, he's probably one of the last people I think that would be uh, in the crypto, but we've been chatting quite a, quite a lot in the recent days. I, I guess everyone has a certain, like they may be on the sidelines, but I guess at these price points for some people, they're they're interested uh so he's he's learning about about the coins and v chain was one of his uh he asked me which which coins would you recommend to start out um i said you know dollar cost average and v, v chain cardano ethereum and bitcoin and uh yeah i mean that's that's a good start do you have any moonshots greg like what is your like it could go to zero or it could go to 100x <sighs> Shib. <laughs> Shib, Shiba Inu? Yeah, Shiba sir, have you heard of Shiba Inu? I've uh, uh, not. BitTorrent, BTT. Oh, yeah. How is that doing for you right now? I don't know. I haven't looked at it. It's uh, BTT. BTT. Yeah, sir, That's do you have any like uh, moonshots? Anything like, whoa, whoa? Oh, man, no. No, too new to the game to have moonshots yet. Do you remember uh, BitTorrent, uh, Yazer? Like, yeah, I do. I do, yeah. 
downloading mm-hmm. the Napster disks. Exactly. MP3s. That's that's the same technology. Got acquired by uh, the Singaporean or um, protege from Jack Ma. Okay. So he took over that coin, and yeah, it's it's yeah. I don't know. It's it's about the the technology helps enables uh, piracy, but it's the way he's marketing it as uh, is that you can loan out bandwidth for transfer speeds hmm. okay four tenths of a cent that's up 30 percent in the last 24 hours well did you uh, stack up more did you buy the dip on btt no no that one slipped through my fingers my moonshot is also shib i bought another like i bought 21 million right greg on live on the show the last episode of the evening episode yeah 21 What's and then, yeah, my initial one was only like, I think I just bought initially like one, one million or five million or something. Anyways, I'm up to 48 million now. Shib, nice. Shib is the, the Dogecoin killer. That's, yeah. it's, uh, it's easy. Yeah, it's not complicated, right? It it's, doesn't solve any problem except uh, killing Doge. <laughs> my oh, average boy. price. Oh, sorry. I'm up to 69, 69 million. My apologies, 69 million. Okay. And I've got a thousand dollars book value, so I put in a thousand dollars of my own money. It's worth eight hundred and eighty right now, so I'm down at about fifteen percent. Okay, but I really it's lowered only, my average price. Its only function is to kill Dogecoin. Is that you, what you guys say? Yeah, it doesn't really have utility, as far as I know. I mean, I mean, <laughs> if they adopt it, you can accept payments. Like uh, Mark Cuban is accepting payment for Dogecoin for his Dallas Mavericks, uh, Dallas Mavericks store. So nice. I mean. It, it is a crypto. Um, it's an experiment. Like they created it just to kind of mimic the price action of, of Dogecoin. They're like, oh, if this shitcoin can go from fractions of a penny to 75 cents US, why can't we do it too? So they're just trying to hop in on the bandwagon. They, they've kind of got a hundred, sorry, one quadrillion total supply. Yeah, sir. A oh my God. quadrillion. You know, you know how many zeros that is? That's insane. It's cheap. For uh, when, yeah, you got a million for fifteen bucks, right? Yeah, yeah. like three weeks ago <laughs> or something. Yeah, so, so that would hurt just to buy. You can just buy a little bit, fifteen, twenty. Just get a million. Yeah, nice to own a million or something. That's that's for sure. Oh, Kevin got some shib. <laughs> quadrillion <laughs> is fifteen zeros after the one. A quadrillion, fifteen zeros. <laughs> So, you know, that thing's never going to a dollar. <laughs> it's never going to be a, a quadrillion dollar market cap. You know, the biggest yeah, company in the world right now is 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 Apple and they're only two million, two trillion dollars market cap. Yeah. That's kind of fun fun bet. So you can get like millions of them. Like, yeah, I guess I got sixty nine million for a thousand bucks. You know, if I double my money trip, I don't know. I, I might sell it at 10x. I'm willing to ride it to zero. Like it's a thousand dollars. It's not really going to break me. Like I just want to see how high it can actually go. If it five X's from where I'm at, I might trim a little bit off, take some profits, yeah. get my initial investment out at least. I just, I just, I want to see how far this meme can go. Yeah. Do you have any Dogecoin, Yasser? I have a very small amount, but I do have a very small amount. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Maybe 20 bucks worth. Yeah. So how many different coins do you have altogether? I think I have seven different coins right now. 
Can you yeah. rhyme them off for us? Um, I would have to check my phone, which I am on to talk to you guys. So it's not at the moment. But I, but I mean, Bitcoin? I have Ethereum, Ethereum, Bitcoin, um, Cardano, VeChain, Doge, um, XRP. That's six. Yeah, and then I have one other one. I'm not sure what the other one would be. Harmony, Polkadot, mm. Chainlink, Internet Computer, no. Binance. Is it an obscure one or is it one of the larger? Oh no, caps? maybe. No, maybe it's just the crypto one, right? Oh, crypto.com. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. The yeah. Yeah, yeah. Because I think I did earn my referral bonus off you. Thank you very much, by the way. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, so those so are the seven did, I've got. You staked five hundred CRO, five hundred dollars worth of CRO. You got your credit, your Visa card. Yeah, I got my Visa card. Yep, absolutely. The Ruby Steel. The Ruby Steel, nice. Are you Ruby using card. it every day? Yeah, not yet. I got to put money on it first. Oh, you haven't even used it yet. Oh. I, I pulled yeah. I pulled mine out today. Try to buy buy on uh, Binance, and <laughs> and uh, I remember you said it didn't work on Crypto.com when you try to b buy crypto using that. Yeah, uh, I found that pretty funny. I guess I'll buy some. I got to use work on Binance. Could you buy crypto on Binance with the Crypto.com Visa card? No, no. They, yeah. they have some three three DS security, so some security error. Oh, okay. Um. But yeah, I got twenty four bucks on that card. I gotta gotta use it. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> I made a bad time. mistake. I transferred some XRP. Oh yeah. <laughs> we don't have to relive that one. <laughs> yeah. 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 Wow. So um, you added some more cash today, and what do you want to yeah. buy after? Has it changed your mind what you want to buy after coming on this podcast with us tonight, Yasser? Uh, I think it solidified a little bit of what I was thinking already, but I think the only, the, the big change for me is actually VeChain. I'm actually a lot more intrigued um, okay. by VeChain. I like the price point. I like the steady. I'm I'm very much into this for a very long term kind of a, a game. Like I like the idea of like looking at a five year down the road, six yeah. year down the road. So well, you're a young guy. In five years, you'll be what thirty five. Yeah, I mean, right into the 30s, like into the thick of it, right? So, yeah, exactly. I mean, making a solid investment now, it could be, a, you know, be a really nice thing. Really, really nice thing to retire early like yourself, Terry. Yeah. 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 A, a fun exercise is you can, you can just Google search V-Chain predictions, you know, what's it going to be right. in 2030, that type of thing. And then, yeah, it get, gets you excited. Yeah, no kidding, right? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> But the the question is, what will the U.S. dollar be worth at that time? <laughs> Maybe yeah. these prices will be so high, but there'll be so much inflation that it'll it'll cost a hundred bucks to get a loaf of bread. Yeah, yeah that's true too. That's true Can too. Canada topped the list for most expensive housing, or Van Vancouver, right? Vancouver, yeah. and Toronto. Yeah, homes right now, like Nuna and I are looking for a home, and anything half decent is like nine hundred thousand to like one point three million. It's so true. It's so crazy, but that's exactly true. Yeah, that and some that's of these are like like these nine hundred thousand dollars shacks. You're like, what? How is this yeah. yeah, money doesn't yeah. buy you much here in Canada. Edmonton, you can buy a half a million dollar house, and it's it's just to tear it down. That's all. Oh yeah, just for the land, right? Yeah. Are they doing a lot and of rezoning as well, and like turning like single single family dwellings into like duplexes and quadplexes on the same plot of land? Yeah, the, what Edmonton is really into is these skinnies. So they tear a house down. And put up two skinny houses. Okay. Yeah. On the on the same lot, so it's just side by side, and it's like 
a modern kind of version okay. of like a townhouse. But they're not duplexes. They're, they're not adjoined. They're not attached. You can you can do that. You can build a duplex and get more land that way, or sorry, yeah. more square footage. But a lot of people are choosing the two skinnies because there's a separation. It's your own house. Yeah. Um, yeah, my wife would people prefer are, that too. Yeah, yeah. I don't mind them. They're they're tiny inside. I mean, but at the same time, I mean, they're modern, right? And they look nice, yeah. big windows and rooftop decks and shit. So yeah, maybe. If I stay do you will you enter entertain the idea of a moonshot? Oh, absolutely. Can you pull up absolutely. Keisha Inu, Greg? Oh, you can't really buy that on crypto.com, right? You can't buy Keisha Inu. You have to go to um I mentioned that a lot that last time my friend uh bought it on Uniswap. Okay. Yeah, that that's a bit that's a bit tricky to get that one. You need Ethereum, which you do have, and then you have to pay some gas fees. Yeah, I mean, do you have a do you have a MetaMask wallet, Yasser? I don't. No. So yeah, you basically just need to sign up for one, and you just need some Ethereum, and you can yeah. transfer it in, and you can buy some Kishu Inu. Because it is available on Crypto.com, you already got an account with them. Why don't you just buy a million Shib? It's going to cost you twelve dollars. Okay. <laughs> just to say Done. you have some skin in the game. S H I B. I'm gonna buy two million two hundred twenty-two thousand two hundred twenty-two shit. Okay, that's what I'll do. do that. That's what I'll do. There we go. It'll cost you what twenty-five bucks or something like that. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's perfect. That's perfect. It might go to zero. Awesome. If it goes to yeah. zero, <laughs> that's you, okay. You've been forewarned. You've been forewarned. Yeah, it's all good. It's all good. I would hold you guys to it. How is your awesome. massage studio doing right now in this pandemic time? Um, I mean, two things, right? The studio was built to have a private practice and to to teach our courses. So the private practice is steady. So I'm thankful for that. That's that's going well. And I rent to some psychologists, and so they're they're busy as fuck. So that's great. Okay. Um, but um, yeah, for our courses, you know, it would be we it's, it's it's a tough time. But really looking forward to getting going again. You know, like uh, miss teaching and miss that energy of that class and yeah. just that that two week that two week span how you can really transform a lot of people's outlook. Um, I'm missing that. I'll tell you, I miss that a lot. So really looking forward to getting back to that. Yeah, I hear you. I hear you. Yeah. yeah, they're fun. Charlotte just finished one in Kelowna. There was just four students. Oh yeah. No, so, no, it was still profitable, but you know, barely. Mm -hmm. No, hey, four students. I teach four students in a heartbeat right now. When is your next one in Edmonton? Then I have I don't have it's a schedule. schedule it's it's scheduled for September just so, because I didn't want to cancel and post and cancel and post. So okay, I figure all that stuff will be done by then. But I'm happy to host a course before that. Um, yeah. if there's an opportunity or desire or, or people are booking stuff. Just like what have requests been like, Greg? Because Greg's our admissions coordinator now, our marketing guru. <laughs> Do any everything. Response on the Facebook posts? And any requests for Edmonton coming in at all? Edmonton, there's there's one person, I think, uh, yeah, one person asked, asked about it. That's in, yep. uh, when is that, end of July? September. Yeah, right now it's in September, but end of July, I'm happy to have one in end of July. So just send, send them my way. I can chat with them too. And I'm also going to do some videos um, of me doing massage. With, I, I was going to do them with the mask on. I don't even know if that's relevant to anyone. Oh, yeah, very relevant. I'll do some photos and I'll get some videos with masks and stuff like that and send that to you, Greg, if that's cool with you. And then yeah, we'll sure. edit, some, edit some stuff up and maybe get... Uh, Get advertising for a course in Edmonton in September and really start yeah. pushing for that. Thank God we have this crypto to fall back on, you know? <laughs> yeah, right? 
exactly exactly turn into a, a marketing mastermind there you go. We, we, we just did a bundle. I don't know if you heard. Yeah. So we have a bundle now where you can do our cryptocurrency course and my massage tutorial at the same time. <laughs> oh, no way. That's hilarious, man. I love it. I love Both it. courses, That's 200 great. bucks package deal. Yeah. It's fantastic, man. Good deal, man. Anyone watching this, you should take them. Both courses. Does it, teach you how to massage, the massage. crypto onboard consulting. Massage yeah, exactly. bodies and massage your wallets. <laughs> awesome. I love it. I love it. All right. Why don't we uh, end, end the show with uh, one more question here? Any thoughts on downsides of buying Ether BTC through ETF in registered accounts? Perhaps as an add-on to buying coins directly. So that's what we spoke about before, right? Getting yeah. a, a Bitcoin or Ethereum ETF uh, in a TFSA or RSP. I'm 100% in favor of it. Absolutely. If you have if you have contribution room in either of those, you should max it out, right? Like, why would you pay mm -hmm. tax on things when you don't have to? Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, I, I loaded up on that on on the dip the ETHR Ethereum yeah. ETF and uh, well. e EBIT EBIT Bitcoin I ETF. Think I bought a little bit of EBIT as well too. I I, I think I did like six hundred Ethereum and four hundred Bitcoin. Mm. Yeah. The Ethereum one was was doing well. I mean, when Ethereum hit four thousand, you could you could I see know. the correlation. Oh my <laughs> I was god. Like, 30 yeah. percent returns. This is my best performing yeah. asset on Well Simple. It's crazy. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Hey? That was a pretty good time for sure. Do you have any words of wisdom for the new people who are just coming on now, Yasser? Uh, you know what? If you're if you're a little timid about investing and you have like X amount and you're not sure, just always like invest half and you'll have half behind. Take a look at the markets, listen to what people are doing. You don't have to invest everything all at once, but definitely get involved because uh, you know, now is a fantastic time to get involved. For sure. Who are your influences? Uh, who do you get your information from other than me? Oh, yourself. Absolutely. Um, I've got a, another good buddy in town here who has uh, gotten into quite a while ago. And I have another investing buddy I golf with who has uh, really got into this as well. And then anything Elon Musk says as the word of the golf. Oh, yeah. You follow him on the yeah. Twitter? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you have him with the Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Yeah, ask, pretty speaking much. of golfing, are there any good disc golf courses in Edmonton? Because I've kind of taken you know that up what? That's year. so funny you should say that because I was just thinking about you the other day. I saw you posted that you're disc golfing, and there are a couple of really good courses in the city here. I've never done it, so you got to take me out there. Oh, it's fun. So fun. Yeah. So casual. Some really so good fun. courses. Yeah, All exactly. Right. Going to have Perfect. to plan another visit out to see you. Jesse just Absolutely. had her third birthday on Saturday. Hey, happy birthday, Jesse. That's happy amazing. Birthday, yeah, Jesse. you guys have to come out here, man. Yeah. You got the she whole house. Uncle Yasser. <laughs> yeah, the whole house for you guys to stay at and the studio to feed to check out. So yeah, come check it out. Yeah, I've seen some pictures. Uh, you changed your website and I saw you had the new gallery there with the new pictures. I think it looks fantastic, buddy. Awesome. You yeah, thank you. Thank there. you. Yeah, so the, can't uh, wait to get it full again. again. Uh, Anahataedmonton.ca. Yeah, Anahataedmonton.ca. You got it. Without the H, uh, though. <laughs> yeah, exactly. A-N-A-H-A-T-A-Edmonton.ca. Yeah. A after every letter. A N A H A T A. Yeah, you're right. A N A H A T A. You're right. You're right. You're right. Yeah. <laughs> it's almost like a like a palindrome, but not really. Yeah, exactly. exactly. <laughs> well, this has been a slice. Yeah. I'm so glad you could come and hop on with us. Yeah. So this is great. Yeah, this no. is our crypto podcast for beginners, and yeah. you're new to the game, and, and we're happy to have your insight. So, yeah. Awesome. Yeah. No, it was yeah. great. Great to be here, guys. So. Yeah, nice yeah, to meet you. Yeah, we'll see you again there. soon. And congratulations on the 100th uh, subscriber, man. 
Thank well, you, thank you. Well, now with your beautiful face there, people maybe will maybe will be up to two hundred subscribers in, in no time. Well, I'll get a better better camera next time, so you can see it better. Well, at least get some better lighting. You look kind of like you're in the shadows there. <laughs> yeah, I know, I know. It's the middle of the night. All right, guys. Yeah, I'm yeah. glad you could yeah. have on in such short notice. That was a lot of fun. I'm so happy to have you here, and thank you so much. All right, yeah, boys. Thanks, thanks, guys. Thank you, Greg. Thanks, Yasser. Terry. Namaste. BTC to the moon. <laughs> Don't join. <laughs> Shiba Inu. All right, Greg. When are we going to do this next? Again this week. All right. Have a good one, man. Okay. Bye. Bye.